Hello everyone, I'm Frederick. I play guitar in Opus and you're listening to the Roots Rock Riot Show. You're in Glasgow tonight, I believe, Frederick. Is that right? That's correct. We're playing a gig here tonight and it's the third gig of our UK tour. Excellent. And, right. and how, how has the tour been going so far? I mean, it's only three days in, but... Yeah, I mean, we only played two shows so far. We played, we started up in Norwich. Yeah. Norwich. That's Norwich. the way you should pronounce Norwich, it. I learned yes. now, finally, since I'm a Swede. <laughs> <laughs> and then we played the Palladium in London, which was amazing also. Right. Uh, it's, so uh, it was a great response. And, of course, we're a bit nervous since there's, there's a lot of new songs, including uh, three songs from the new album in Cauda Venenum. Yeah. But also we changed up the entire set list totally from we, what we've been playing during the summer festival. So it's a, it's many notes to keep track of, if I put it that way. <laughs> I'm sure. And, and talking of that, I mean, how do you actually go about preparing for such a tour? I mean, you've got a massive back catalogue. How do you choose where you're, going to come, where you're going to pick the songs from? I mean, obviously you've got your new album, which you need to promote, but how do you pick the rest of the set? It's difficult now, since we have 13 albums yeah. out now. And um, we basically picked three from the new one, and that's also fun for us and hopefully for the the viewers uh, and the listeners as well. Yeah. Uh, because we haven't played those songs before ever. And uh, when it comes to the back catalogue, we look at what we played on recent tours. And um, we initially we want to try to play one song from each album, but it's not time enough. I mean, we, the set list we're playing right now is a bit more than two hours long. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is quite long. Sure. And... Um, so we we try to pick songs we haven't played in a while, to put it simple. And then we have you have to kill some of your darlings, apparently. But um, <laughs> um, I think this setlist we came up with now is really good. It's a good mix between the old and new stuff, and it has a nice uh, sequence to it. Right. The flow of the. So what we did from the first gig in Norwich, we changed up a lot of things uh, in the order of the songs in the Palladium, which we're going to do tonight. So. We're experimenting a little bit, and we have a couple of songs that we might alternate with okay. for certain shows. And and do you have to go, I mean, obviously you need to rehearse and stuff, but were there any songs in particular that were like, oh, I don't remember it being this hard to play? Or Yeah, I mean, we played quite a lot of proggy ones. We play one called um, Moon Above, Sun Below, which we right. played actually only here in the UK right. two years ago when we did a tour in the fall. Yeah, and uh, we kept that one because uh, it seems to be a bit of a favorite, and it's very proggy. It has a lot of different layers and sections and riffs, and it's a bit uh, yeah, it's <laughs> a bit wacky song, I would say. But <laughs> right. I love it. You know, right. it's um, it's really fun to play. That's difficult, but um, it's a couple of the new tracks that were difficult. It's a lot of vocals for me and Joachim, the keyboard player. We sing a lot more now yes. as well. Yeah, alternating with Michael's lead vocals, and that's also challenging. For me, it's really be, just been singing background now. It's almost like certain lead parts here and there. Sure. You know, right. because, yeah, yeah. Um, which is challenging. It's, it's quite fun, you know, and especially singing and playing at the same time. It's Absolutely. always it's challenging. Like but, uh, tapping your head and rubbing your belly sort of thing, isn't it? Singing and <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to like, split oh. your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, if the rip, rhythm pattern of the riff you're playing in a chorus is different from the vocal line, that's when it's really difficult. Sure. But, you know, we... We decided a set list and everybody rehearsed a lot on their own, you know, so everybody always knows the riff when we go into the rehearsal room and then we just Tighten went through the set for a week. We rehearsed for a week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
And do you have to, um, you just said that you alter the set around and stuff like that. Does that cause production problems or is it not too involved? Yeah. I suppose these days it's all digital, isn't it? So they can just go, oh, well, put number six there, number three there or whatever. But Yeah, I mean, we don't play after click tracks. Right. We, we want to keep it as super read. We don't have any, anything on tapes when we play live. Okay. So everything has to be, that's one of our mottos. And um, we have a great light designer now called Magnus. He's half Scottish, actually, but he's, oh, right. he's Norwegian also. Right. But um, he's been working a lot with us, and I feel we try to step up a game when it comes to the, the show, mm-hmm. basically. So we changed around quite a lot of things. Martin Axenroth, our drummer, is, uh, is now actually in the middle, which I think he should be, yeah. with a, a taller riser than everybody else. And we have screens beneath all the risers. Right. And a big screen in the back. And uh, I saw some pictures from the London game. It looks really cool. It's, uh, it feels like a step up for us from compared to previous tours. That we want to try to step up the game a little sure, bit. Sure, every, every time you go out, you want to be better than yeah. last time, don't you? So, yeah. yeah, definitely. And uh, he, he's been prepared, our light designer, that we might alternate some songs. But it would be, he would probably get pissed off if we would just <laughs> throw in a random track that we just sure, that play that we didn't tell him about yeah yeah that's gonna give him a few gray hairs i would believe <laughs> <laughs> a few less hairs on the head as well yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so i, I wouldn't not to get political but obviously the uk should have been going through mass upheaval today and uh i wondered if this has affected how you had to organize your tour this time round. Oh. yes we actually had to do one thing uh, because we had our main rigs, our main guitar pedal boards and keyboards and stuff, uh, which you initially want to rehearse with, because there's a lot of put, you know, presets pressing with certain songs, certain sounds, and sure. um, it's a lot of details, basically. Mm-hmm. And we had to ship our gear to be sure, because we didn't know how it would turn out. Yeah. So we had to ship everything, and maybe it would be like a hard border thing or something. Right, yeah, yeah. And it would be lots more paperwork. You have to sign carnies and stuff yeah. like you do if you go to America, for instance. Yes. So we did ship our gear a bit early, earlier than we wanted to, but it was kind of fun, actually. It worked out fine because we just plugged into our martial amps at the rehearsal room and, and just played, you know, straight in, and it's kind of fun and not to be bothered about the pedals. And Right. So that was the only thing that affected us, but it, it went fine, you know. Excellent. Oh, that's good. And um, let's talk about the new album then. So, Encauda Veninum, is that, is that the correct spelling or the correct, correct pronunciation? I'm, I'm not really an expert in Latin, though, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's usually how I say it. Right, yeah. <laughs> let's go for that. Uh, <laughs> Probably be some professor sitting there and yeah, it should be in have an opinion about that. Venonum. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I did do Latin at school, but I don't re- recognize that. So. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Um, so the recording and writing process for this album, um, was it how you would normally do it or did it differ in any way? Pretty much. I mean, the recording is usually Michael records, uh, writes the majority of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I usually go in there and do some guitar solos and have a listen and uh, hang out a little bit. We work a little bit to- together on the song called The Garretter, I believe. Right, yeah. With some chords, but he... he he usually does everything pretty much on his own, apart from solos. And then we, for 
once actually rehearsed as an entire band before we went into the studio. Right. Pretty much before we hadn't rehearsed really since the Watershed album. So everybody's apparently learning their parts back home and going through everything, mm-hmm. all the pieces. And uh, maybe Martin Mendes, Martin Axelrod, the drummer and bass player, um, or the bass player and drummer, if that's the right order, the way I've said their names. Uh, they usually rehearse a bit together. But this time around, I was actually pushing a lot for us to re- rehearse as an entire band. And I, I think that was a great investment because we could really focus on, uh, you know, A-B testing different gears, amps, snare drums, guitars mm. in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, that's quite time consuming in the studio. And uh, it helps if everybody has to, their parts in their muscle memory. And I also think your performance will be more confident than not thinking too much. You have it, as I mentioned, in your muscle memory. Yeah. So that, that was a good thing. That was a bit different. And also the fact we recorded in Sweden now. We, we've been in, in Wales at Rockfield Studios for oh, the right. previous okay. two albums. Yeah. Uh, where Queen did Bohemian yes. Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. Lots Famous of classic studio. stuff. Yeah. Judas Priest and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, that was a bit different, but it was kind of nice to be able to go home to your family in the evenings, uh, and uh, that yeah, was I'm, different. I'm sure it would make for a much more relaxed atmosphere. It was a longer recording, it was more stretched out, it was almost a month, and I believe the last album we did, it, Sorceress at Rockfield, we, the actual recording just took us 10 days or something. Right, wow. So this one was... A bit shorter working days and a longer period of time, three weeks or something. But it was a nice studio, you know, they had an old Neve console and the old EMI eight-track console. That's, yeah. There's only eight of them and yeah. it's what the Beatles used to use at the Abbey Road studio. Right. Wow. And uh, yeah, I won't go too much into uh, <laughs> details, maybe. But oh, I like I like <laughs> the techie details, I've got to say. But uh, oh. there you go. Uh, and did you... Um, because the album is released in Swedish and English, and I'm intrigued to know how close the translations are lyrically, because it it can't possibly scan, can it, or does it? I mean, I've listened to both versions, and it's like, well, yeah, that sounds exactly the same, except one's in Swedish. But are the words actually the same, or? Yeah, pretty much. We were because the album was more or less written in Swedish. The demo versions we listened to, learning the album and everything was all in Swedish. So we were very used to it. And mm-hmm. the transla- actual translation was left out um, to the recording session. Right. So that happened there. And uh, it was surprisingly easier than we thought it would be. Right. So a lot, lot of the stuff could be directly translated, which was good. So I would say the lyrics are very close. It's just a matter of selecting different words, but the, the meaning and everything is, is uh, the same. Right, yeah. right. A, a, an awesome job, to be honest. It's like, you know, writing from... I think we're a bit lucky there. We didn't... We thought, oh, we have to rewrite, or Michael have to rewrite a lot of stuff, but somehow it, it kind of worked, you know. A favourite of mine on the album, Charlatan, has some yes. great sounds. That was something very different that we haven't done before. And the only band I can think about that did it before was Spinal Tap. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Big Bottom. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's playing bass. Yes. Just for that. And what a great track. But Charlatan, yeah. But Charlatan, uh, Michael did it. It's it's a bit kind of modern metal, maybe, in a way. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want it to sound like a new metal band. Yeah. 
eight strings guitars and do 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 that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, we we got the idea that we we played on bass. So Martin Mendes, the real bass player, he plays their more traditional bass on the track, and me and Michael is playing kind of guitar bass, uh-huh. extremely distorted bass, pan left and right. Yeah, which plays these riff. Yeah, and if some people, if you don't know it, it might they might not realize it's actually bass. Uh, so we played it, it through a through guitar amp and a guitar cab, right. uh, Marshall four by twelve cabinet with a huge amount of gain. Yeah. Basically, we actually blew up that guitar amp, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Yes. Because <laughs> I think you shouldn't play bass through guitar amps. It's something might yeah well might go bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe speakers. I always thought because didn't Lemmy use a guitar amp? I was just thinking about that actually. Yeah. Lemmy was using a guitar a Marshall head. Yeah. 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 So. So. But yeah, maybe he, you, you know, he's Lemmy, so he could do it. He could Lemmy, do yeah. <laughs> and just to take it to so, a quick, Sorry, go yeah, on. Yeah, that was on. interesting, actually, to, to do that. You know, it, it made the sound of the song a bit more grittier, I think. Yeah. A bit more dirtier, more raw sounding. And, yeah. and that was a great result. I'm glad you liked that track. It, it was the standout riff for me. It was like, oh, that sounds, you know, really, really nice. And it was like, is it an eight string? What? Because obviously eight strings, they... They nearly are a bass. Let's be honest. The bottom string is it is an F sharp or something, which is. But it's still the tuning of this track is still standard tuning. Right. So it's just, it's not drop tuned or anything. Right. It's just, right. It's just the sound of it. We, yeah, we yeah. play chords on the bass as well. And Tremendous. I think I put an extra fuss pedal to make it even more explosive sounding or something. <laughs> I definitely think you should do it and get the little uh, little caskets to come out of like spinal tap in the. When the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should have have some kind of reverence yes, to that if you absolutely. play it live. Interested to see as well. You've been working with Biff Byford, one of England's great rock heroes. Yeah, amazing, really. I'm supposed to meet him now on Saturday in York for All right. for lunch. <laughs> oh, lovely. Because <laughs> and you were saying how much you liked Northern England. As a, as yeah, a... yeah, it was. You know, we went up to Whitby and it was beautiful and uh, right. was living in the countryside. So we did most of the recording with the mobile studio with uh, right. Jack, Jackie, who is uh, the sound engineer for Saxon. Right. And um, so we did the first bit in uh, uh, Brighton. Right. At the electric right. uh, rehearsal factory. And we, we did the drums and rhythm guitars and stuff there then. We did some collaboration with Andy Sneap, and then we did oh. the rest of the guitars. And I was with Biff when he did his vocals and everything. And it was yeah. a great experience, you know. And not like other lead singers who want to be left alone. He, he wanted to be involved. That you hanged yeah. out there and yeah. discussed, you know, which vocal takes uh, he thought sure. was best. And he was asking for my opinion. It was great, you know. It was good times. And to be able to work with one of my... You know, heroes. When I grew up, I grew up listening to new wave of British metal, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Saxon, is of course, included in that. And um, so you're just very happy about getting this uh, opportunity to be asked to play on his first ever solo album. And we wrote three songs together, and we arranged uh, Scarborough Fair also. Yeah, he yeah. Asked me to do an arrangement of that. So. so we look forward to hearing that as well. Frederick, it's been an absolute pleasure to to talk to you. Thanks so much for taking the time.